hairstylist, when does it end? When will you actually start to put yourself first so you can make more money, keep more money, and do it without feeling guilty? I'll tell you when. Right mother effing now. Welcome to the Make That Money podcast with Nina Tulio, where we talk all things pricing, all things profit, and how to build your business with confidence. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Make That Money podcast. I'm your host, Nina Tulio. And if you didn't listen to episode one, I want you to go back and listen to that first because now we're in episode two and this is a two part. So, part one was in episode one, part two, episode two. And today we're going to talk about how to rewrite your money story and really gain control of something that may be holding you back from living your best life, from creating the business that you desire. You know, there's so many things that are tied to our money story. And I want to make sure that you first go to episode one and really listen to how it impacts your business and how it impacts your life, because that is what we discussed in episode one. And now I really want to get down to the nitty gritty. I left you with some things to think about in episode one and some questions for you to kind of sit on and answer to yourself. And so now I want to go into how we rewrite this. Like we don't have to stay still and stuck in what we were taught and told. And like I mentioned before, that was a big aha moment for me. It was like, I kept seeing that I kept, I, I had the same patterns and I kept doing the same thing over and over and I'm getting pissed because I'm not getting a different result. And I just want you to know if you feel like you're kind of spinning your wheels a little bit when it comes to your finances and when it comes to money, you're definitely not alone and you absolutely have control on how you want to navigate this and you will continue to, you know, get control of the narrative. So let's go through, I have about five things I want you to do, five tips and five takeaways, if you will, on how to rewrite your money story. So let's get into it and let's start off with number one, which is first, identifying and understanding where your money story came from initially. And so what I think is important is if you sit down and really think about some key memories that you have, maybe some conversations that you heard from your family or your caretakers that you spent a lot of time with that maybe affected you. What are some of the stories that you were told? What were some of the conversations around money? And maybe that will help you identify where some of these triggers come from if you do feel triggered or maybe where some of this trauma came from. And <clears throat> if you're on the other side of it and you're like, hey, you know, I have really, I have really good memories about money. I want you to write those down too, because I think it's important to acknowledge those as well. But if you are on the struggle bus and you have been trying to work through some things when it comes to money, finances, why you're showing up behind the chair the way that you do, why you're people pleasing, why you're discounting, why you're giving away free services, why you're willing to, you know, forego your own time and talent to please someone else, 
the money story is it. And you can really get a hold of this and start to identify and understand where it started. So what are the some of the conversations? What did you see? You know, for me, it's like, what did I see? Struggle. Always worrying about money, always fighting about money, always wondering where the money was going to come from. You know, my mom didn't start working. We're very old school Italian family. So my mom didn't start working until I was probably maybe six or seven. But keep in mind, I have a brother that's almost 14 years older than me. And I have another brother that is 12 years older than, than me and my sister who is six years older than me. So my mom basically didn't work until I was like six or seven. And I just remember those conversations about money and over, you know, like I can overhear what they were. I, I heard what they were talking about. They didn't want me to know, but I knew. And that affected me. And the fact that we were always struggling and it was always like check to check to check, it impacted me. And also we didn't have good conversations around money. It was always negative. So sit in your, like identify and sit in those memories a little bit and start to write some of these things out because this will start to really make sense for you. Let's go into number two. So we're identifying, you know, with what we were taught and told. Now you have to sit within yourself and ask yourself, what do you tell yourself about money? When you are having conversations about money or when you're thinking about money, what do you, what, what does that look like? What do the conversations look like with your family members in your relationships? If you have business partners, um, what do you tell yourself about money? Write that out. Because if you have some of those residual feelings of negativity or toxicity or you're not feeling good about it, we want you to write that out. And if you have, again, if you are on the trend of like, hey, you know what? I do have some negativity there, but I also feel, you know, pretty good about money. I feel like it doesn't make me feel bad. It doesn't make, it doesn't give me the ick. It doesn't make me feel like write those things out too. This is your exercise. You can do this however you want to but I want you to be very honest. That's the most important thing. So we have key memories, identifying those key memories and stories. Number two is really sitting with yourself and asking yourself how you feel about money. What do you tell yourself about money? And what are some of the conversations wrapped around money that involve you? Number three, this is probably one of the biggest ones is you have to learn how to forgive yourself. Ooh, this is going to make me emotional. You have to learn how to forgive yourself when it comes to some of the mistakes or discoveries that you made when it came to money and finance. And the only thing that I can say with that as, as I walked through it myself and how to really forgive myself and getting into the mess that I made for myself in my life and in my business was, you know what? You did that. You made the mistakes. Let's pick up the pieces and really create a plan to move forward. I think the action side of it is very important for you because if you stay still and stuck and you don't change that narrative or you don't change the action or change the patterns and behaviors, it's going to be harder for you to forgive yourself, right? But if you start to see that your trends are different, your behaviors are different, then you can look back and say, hey, that was something that I did. It was a mistake that I made. And we all make mistakes around money, right? 
then we can look back and say, hey, you know what? I really learned a lot from that. What I did, yeah, it wasn't the best time in my life, but there were really hard lessons that I learned and I'm better for it. And I think forgiveness happens differently for everyone. I think it's really hard for, you know, I can't pinpoint, you know, and and give you direction and say, hey, this is what's going to happen. And you're going to feel it at this point, right? It's going to be so different for everyone. But I think that forgiveness really, really means that acceptance is at the forefront of this conversation, accepting that you made mistakes and it's okay. Accepting that maybe you didn't make the best decisions when it came to money. That's okay. The acceptance side of it, I learned this in therapy, you know, you can't really move forward until you accept what's in front of you. And so I think for number three, maybe this takes you a week, maybe it takes you six months. It's okay. This is your journey. But changing your patterns, behaviors, and coming up with a plan of action, I think is a really, really good way for you to kind of prove to yourself that you can do things differently. You don't have to walk in the past of history and what you were taught growing up. And part of that forgiveness will come over time. Number four, I talked a lot about in episode one about your limiting beliefs. Number four is also a really big one because I want you to rewrite those limiting beliefs and turn them into core values and beliefs. So if it's, you know, things like I don't deserve to make money, I'm not worthy of making money, you know, I I don't feel comfortable uh, you know around money or talking about money or you know I nobody else in my family has made this much money so I shouldn't either, you know, I'm just throwing things out. These are your own limiting beliefs and you should write them out. But some of some of your new core beliefs or core values could be something like that you want to gain security when it comes to your financial situation. Maybe you want to gain freedom when it comes to your financial situation. Maybe you just want to feel at ease talking about this. And maybe one of your core beliefs is to gain confidence around money. I'm just throwing a couple options. Again, this is your exercise. But rewriting, looking at your your limiting beliefs and looking at those and switching those around into a positive, if you were having money trouble or financial issues, we typically do feel insecure, right? The opposite of that would be gaining knowledge so we can be more confident. And if you're strapped for money, which I understand, you definitely aren't feeling safe and secure. I mean, I was at my lowest time and I, oh, it was the worst. I just felt so like security was out the window. And right now in my life, safety and security when it comes to my finances is at the top of my list of core values and beliefs. So rewriting those and turning them into something tangible, positive, but also remember, we're also switching our mindset here, switching our mindset from living in scarcity to abundance, and also switching that mindset from um, feeling like there are things that you that were not possible and now they can be. And so you're getting your control back here by rewriting these uh, core values and beliefs. And I really want you to take some time to do that. Next on our list, which would be last but not least, number five, is I want you to 
set some new goals for yourself. So if you're not used to setting goals for yourself financially, I want you to think about one of the goals could be honestly, and start small. We're starting small here. One of the goals could be, I want to change my mindset around money. One of the goals could be, I want to start to use money as an outlet. Um, yeah, no, as a tool and not an outlet, right? Maybe you're using money as an outlet. Maybe one of your new goals is to just start to utilize this as a vehicle and a tool to get you to feel your core values, your security, your freedom, your safety, your confidence. Baby steps. Write out some new goals. And I'm not talking about writing out financial goals. I'm just talking about new goals about how you want this money story to play out. And a lot of this, again, has to do with your mindset. It is retraining your brain to understand that you do deserve more. You do deserve to make the amount of money that you want to make. You do deserve to, you know, buy the house that you have been dreaming of. You do deserve to put money away every single week or month so you make sure that you have cash cushion and money in the bank so you don't feel insecure about how you're moving through your business. So goal setting is key here. And the other thing that I can say is consistency is so incredibly important in all of this. Commit to yourself, be consistent in your actions. And if you only put one goal into place and you're consistent with that for however long it takes, you're doing a great freaking job. So I want to leave you with um, a book and it's called The Psychology of Money. And one of the other key components to this is making sure that you educate yourself and making sure that you are really like, if you have been doing X, that you're going to start doing Y. You know, if you were living this way or your mindset was one way, we want to shift that and turn it into a different direction. And so The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. Uh, check the book out. You can buy it on all the places. Um, you can download it if you want to, but it's very helpful. I think that I, yeah, it's one of those things where it's, Maybe it's a podcast for you. Maybe it's a book for you. Maybe it is reading blogs, you know, whatever feels good for you. But I wanted to make sure that I gave you a resource. Um, but I think this will be very helpful for you. Find, find your confidence in education and find the confidence in yourself because you do not have to keep rewriting history. You have the opportunity to take control of your life and your finances and you control the narrative. And it starts today by you starting to rewrite your money story, recreating your relationship with money. And I really hope that you dive into this and I cannot wait to see how this makes you feel. You know, it's going to feel weird at first, right? Because you're doing something completely different. Stick with it. Be consistent in your actions. And as always, if you need anything from me, you can always slide into my DMs at Nina Tulio. Check out all of my free resources online at ninatulio.com. And yeah, I'm really pumped for you guys. So enjoy the rest of your day. And I will see you on the next episode of the Make That Money podcast. Podcast.